Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, where we speak with heart-centered thought leaders who are curious and conscious around the pathway of becoming free. Welcome. Today, we're actually going to do some exploration that is my hope that um, is going to support our listeners and this community of listeners finding more brilliance and ease in their body, mind, spirit, which is what can be also referred to as a soma. And that is um, body, mind, spirit unified. And it's your experience of being within your body. A lot of times we pay attention to the outside world and um, maybe don't slow down enough to sense and feel like, what's my experience of being in this uh, soma? And how is that impacting my um, experience of the world around me and the experience of the world within me? And today's um, show is really going to take some of the training and expertise um, that I have taken a deep dive into, some yoga therapy, and that is the blend of somatics, which is neuro- neuromuscular reeducation uh, that we borrowed and learned from Thomas Hanna as well as some bits from Feldenkrais and um, Alexander Technique, combining that with uh, therapeutic yoga and yoga, the eight limbs of yoga. And that's how we came up with Soma Yoga Therapy. And today's uh, show is really going to look at how do we get ourselves free from some of the chronic contractions we hold in our Soma that might be leading to us feeling not in our fullest potential. We need reflexes to live in the world, and we have some primary reflexes that we often are some of our go-tos. And those primary reflexes um, are the startle reflex, which is, you'll see babies do this, um, if they get startled, They'll, their arms might go wide and then they'll wrap around themselves to protect themselves from whatever that loud, loud noise was or to protect themselves from danger. Um, you'll kind of crouch down and in um, to protect your visceral organs. Um, and so if you have experienced repeated startle reflex and it gets left unchecked, it can become stuck and create kind of... Um, a heavier state of mind, you might feel that contraction in your front body. So um, you might notice that your front body kind of from throat to pubis bone is shortened. The abdominal muscles might be contracted in um, and the back muscles might be over lengthened. So a lot of times you might see this if you're sitting at your computer for many, many hours. <laughs> I know this happens to me. And um, if you haven't taken breaks, it's almost like you just start to sink down and you become shorter than you really are. Um, and in the, in the red light or startle position, you are in a state of protection. The second reflex we're going to explore today, and I'm going to give you a few practices for this. So um, just for you to try at home. Uh, oftentimes, some yoga therapy is done one-to-one or in a small class or a group setting. Um, but I'm going to give you a few practices to see if you can experience some release and some freedom that supports you being more sovereign in your soma. 
So the second reflex that often um, we need to live in the world, and, and all these reflexes are great, but when they're unchecked, they cause us chronic conditions, pain, discomfort. Um, they affect our mental, emotional, uh, energetic states. So the green light is also known as the Landau reflex, and that's that get up and go. So you hear the doorbell ring, you need to get up and go. You are you know, a runner, you have this green light reflex. It's the back line contracts, the front line lengthens, and it's that, like, get up and go, I'm ready for action. Um, as a reflex, it helps us also get out of danger by moving away. It's that fight flight. Um, <clears throat> instead of kind of protecting the visceral, it's I'm going to run away from whatever the danger is um, that has uh, been stimulated within you. And when it's left unchecked, it can cause um, a feeling of being overstimulated, perhaps anxious, kind of looking toward the future, maybe distracted, agitated, excited. Um, you might be more kind of like, I always get things done if this is really running in you and it's chronically held. Whereas that red light, you might feel more withdrawn, perhaps heavier. Um, you might even have bouts of... Um, light depression and that startle red light uh, reflex. So these red light or startle and green light or Lando are names that Thomas Hanna gave to these reflexes to help us start to understand, like, how do they show up in you? Um, the third reflex that we're going to play with today is called the twist or cringe. Um, some people, Thomas Hanna also called it um, a trauma reflex. And really what that is, is you might twist or cringe away from whatever the threat is, um, or twist or cringe to like, you know, get something that's behind you. We want to be able to turn um, on that transverse plane. But also the other way that that twist or cringe pattern can show up is in the side body from your hip to your armpit, it can be shortened on one side. So if you tend to hold a kid or carry groceries, that side can get shortened and one side can be lengthened. And this long forgotten side body can be a culprit for many things that might keep you off balance from right to left or cause, you know, some, some pain or discomfort um, in your system and your soma. And then what can happen with the red light, which is startle, green light, which is Landau, or the twist, cringe, or trauma patterns when chronically held, we can even start to experience a combination pattern. Um, we tend to see this as people age, um, if they haven't slowed down and re-educated their soma, that it, this complexity can overlay, like maybe you were startled or a ball hit your stomach because you played soccer or another sport that involves that. But you had to, and so you startled and you protected yourself, but those muscles held that contraction and you had to keep running. So you have that green light Landau happening and you keep going. And now you're starting to get this combination pattern. The beautiful thing about us as somas is that we can sense and feel, re-educate and connect the brain, that, the, work with the frontal cortex of our brain to neuromuscularly re-educate the muscles and the nervous system that might be holding that reflex chronically. Um, you'll see animals in the wild when they get startled, like, you know, they'll 
have a reaction and then they'll shake it off. Um, as humans, we haven't necessarily uh, mastered that we can release the the, re- the reflex right away um, instead of holding on to it unconsciously. So playing with these um, red light, startle, green light, Landau, and the twist, cringe, trauma, or the combination pattern where one gets overlaid on top of the other unconsciously and chronically is going to help you and everyone, myself included, age more gracefully. And one of the things that Thomas Hanna says is that the longer we're in our somas, the more masterful we should become. So it is, he calls it the myth of aging. And that myth of aging is that the longer we're in these bodies, the more we should understand ourselves, the interior world, the exterior world, and be able to witness beyond that. So I'm inviting us today to be curious and conscious, slow down a bit, and sense and feel within our own somas what is going on in there. Um, we are going to explore how these practices are going to help get us free. So let's just start with a simple invitation to become aware of the space your body is occupying. And by doing this, you might just mentally close, you know, you may want to close your eyes to withdraw that sense of sight. And you may want to mentally gently trace the body. It can be with a healing color of light. It can be with a simple outline. But get a sense for the shape that your physical body is taking. Our physical body um, is one aspect of our soma. We have the energetic, the mental, the breath body, the wisdom body, the bliss body. But the physical body is the densest reflection of all those more subtle bodies. And as you trace the outline of your body to get a sense of how you're starting this practice, You may even just let a rinse of awareness move through your soma. As you close your eyes, if that feels okay in your body, you can imagine a light is turning on and it's just rinsing through the brain, the facial features, your senses, throat, neck, shoulders, down the arm bones into the fingertips and thumbs. Even the upper back, upper chest, torso, into the pelvis and lower back, lower abdomen, and down and out the hips and both leg bones, into the feet and the tips of the toes. And sense and feel where you even notice your breath showing up. With some curious, compassion, interior witnessing, notice if the breath is showing up in the throat. Um, Or is it showing up more in the chest? Or is it showing up kind of erratically in the body? Or do you notice that you may even be suppressing your breath and maybe not 
having a regular rhythm with your breath. Or do you also notice that, hey, my breath is low and slow and even and subtle? And then if you have a pen and paper near you, you may want to gently just write down what you notice as your baseline. Are there any tension in the front body, any tension in the back body, the side bodies, from hips to arms? And where is your breath showing up? This is going to help you sense and feel the change that you can make by becoming curious, conscious, slowing down, and taking a moment to explore some of these reflexes that we need to live, but we don't need to hold on to chronically and unconsciously. And then take a moment to just set an intention for your practice today. If you tend to chronically hold that startle position of protecting your visceral and you notice that that front body from throat to pubis bone tends to be contracted and shortened on the front, and maybe even you hinge at your neck because you want to keep seeing the horizon or the screen or the people in front of you so that there's backline tension in the neck. You know, think about when that reflex helps you and when it gets overdone. Maybe for me it gets overdone when I'm at my computer too long or looking at my phone. And then notice when you tend to do that, start all overdone. And jot that down. You're gathering information. You're your own scientist, your own self-healer. And then consider when do you use green light, the Landau reflex, the get up and go reflex. And, you know, are there certain times of day you use it if you're a runner or you're hurrying around to get out the door in the morning or at dinner time or when the doorbell rings or or you're rushing from point A to point B. And notice when that gets overdone in you, because sometimes we have that green light, and even when we sit at our desk, we might hold that green light really strong, and that can cause lower back pain. So jot that down. And finally, when does that twist, cringe, trauma pattern show up? You know, when you're twisting to reach something behind you, perhaps you're on your toilet seat and you have to twist to get the toilet paper. But whatever it might be, when are you twisting right to left? And when are you like, you know, carrying groceries or carrying a child? And so you're even twisting um, from shortening from armpit to hip and jot that down. And then when we return, we'll move through some practices to start to get you freer and more sovereign in your soma. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and we'll return. Hey! 
At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com. At the School for Higher Consciousness, we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth, and today we are in studio exploring how we can be getting ourselves freer, more conscious, and connected to our somas, body, mind, and spirit, by releasing any chronically held contractions in our body that stem from reflexes held unconsciously. We need reflexes to live brilliantly in the world, but when they are held Chronically and constantly, they cause us pain physically, mentally, and emotionally, and even affect our breath. And so in this first segment, we explored how your breath was showing up and also what reflexes might be showing up more in you based on your habits and on your lifestyle and um, and. The second segment, we're going to actually move through some somatic movements, so neuromuscular re-education, where you get conscious and curious and slow down and engage the frontal cortex of the brain in order to undo those reflexes and release the chronically held muscles in the nervous system that is um, holding what the brain might think as muscles that resting tonus out of habit of how you've used your body, but actually you've been holding a contraction that your brain uh, gets to wake up to. And so I would invite you, if you um, have a chair nearby, um, I actually like to sit in a, uh, I'm going to move you through a chair practice for this uh, because I'm I'm not, you know, you're not right in front of me. This is typically done in a one-on-one or a small group class. Um, and so I'm going to invite you to get a chair that might, that has some sturdiness to it. So you're not maybe in a lazy boy or a really cushioned chair and bring yourself about three fourths forward on that chair so that you can have your hips in alignment with your knees and the knees in alignment with the ankles and you're sitting as, you know, what your parents might have called properly at the dinner table. <laughs> at least mine did sometimes. And uh, I want you to start to become aware or invite you to start to become aware of even <clears throat> how you're sitting. 
Allow the feet to ground down and gently tune into your breath. Inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the nose. If that's difficult, you can imagine that you can inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. And you can place one hand beneath the navel on the lower abdomen and the other hand above the navel on the mid-torso and inviting the breath into that lower hand, expanding up into that second hand on your inhalation and on your exhalation, gently returning back down to that center. Sensing and feeling that as air comes in through the nostril floor, there's a gentle expansion down and out at the lower abdomen and the upper abdomen. And back and down. We're just inviting some gentle diaphragmatic breath. So that if you noticed earlier when you were getting current with your baseline that you tend to be a throat breather or a chest breather or have kind of an erratic breath pattern or suppress your breath, we're going to start to bring some gentle diaphragmatic breath into your soma. And go ahead and witness this with your hands resting on the lower abdomen and the Mid abdomen, you know, mid torso, sensing and feeling this rhythm. In breath, there's an expansion down and outward of the torso, even into the back body and side body. And as you exhale, there's a gentle return. And your shoulders can be relaxed, the arms are just resting here. And then when you feel complete, like your body, mind, and spirit, your soma is starting to get that rhythm, you can let the hands rest on the thighs. And becoming aware of your sit bones, you can even just press into your chair a little bit, you can start to think, how can I sense and feel my pelvis rolling over my hip bones. And so if it helps, you can bring your hands to your hips. And I'm going to invite you to let the sit bones move toward the back of the chair. The shoulders come in and back toward the spine. And this is going to contract the back body. So we're consciously going into that green light. This is called an arch. And then we're letting the sit bones roll through their tallest position. Sense and feel that tallest position as you release that backline contraction. And then let the sit bones roll forward and notice how the front body starts to shorten as the back body lengthens as we move into the flatten or startle reflex. And your chin might even come up. And then let the sit bones come back to their tallest position on the chair. Sense and feel the release of the front body. Before moving back into the arch. 
if you're like, I'm not sure I'm getting this, because sometimes this can be tricky if you've never done arch and flatten or somatics before in a chair. You can even place your hands under your sit bones. They're yours, so you can sense and feel them. And notice as you move into your next arch, the sit bones move toward the back body, the shoulders move toward the spine, and that whole spinal column is contracting. And you might notice the chin draws down, lengthening the neck. Release that back line arch, sense and feel. The pelvis rolling over the hip bones, the sit bones coming to their tallest position. The shoulders are releasing from the spine. And you're coming into the neutral, natural curves of the spine. Before you consciously move into a flatten, letting the sit bones roll toward the front of the body, pubis to throat shortens and the chin might come up. That's your flatten in a chair. And then consciously release that and lengthen the front body, release the neck, let the sit bones come back to their tallest position. We're gonna try it one more time. And I'm gonna give you a third way to sense and feel this. You can place your hands, one on your chest and one on your navel. And in your neutral, natural curves of your spine, because it's starting to lengthen and you're getting more release of the muscles and nervous system, as you move into your arch, you're going to notice your hands move further apart from each other because that front body is lengthening as the back body is shortening. And then easy does it. Release that arch of the back body. Sense and feel moving through neutral because you want the brain to remap the muscles and the nervous system into their natural curves of the spine, not overdone or underdone. And as you move into your flatten, the hands come closer together on the front body as the back body lengthens, and your abdominal muscles are contracting. And then you consciously release that contraction, and the hands come back to their starting point. So this is arch and flatten, consciously moving into the arch, which is that green light Landau reflex, consciously moving into the startle, which is that red light flatten movement. And now sense and feel as you come back to neutral, what kind of change you've made. And if you're um, experiencing any kind of discomfort or increasing your pain, I want you to back off. The point of somatics is not to increase pain or discomfort. It's to consciously move into contractions that you've been holding and then consciously lengthen and release. And jot down anything you notice on if you've been keeping kind of a pen and paper near you. Now, the second, um, we've released, we've consciously moved into Bolandau, so the red light and the green light with our bit. So the first one's um, prayer hands, we might call them, uh, no matter what your, what your belief background is, just to describe it to our listeners here. And um, as the hands come to heart center, I want you to 
sense and feel that you're twisting from the spinal column. So you're not letting twisting from your arms. You're just twisting from your spinal column, and your head and neck is going to follow like you're looking over one shoulder. So you're going to differentiate. You're going to twist from the heart center and then allow the cervical spine to twist a little bit further by looking over that shoulder, that first shoulder you chose to go toward. And then you're going to bring the head back to the prayer hands and the prayer hands back to the center. And take it to the second side, so twisting from the heart toward that second shoulder. You might even notice that shoulder draws back as the opposite shoulder draws forward, and your head and neck can turn toward that second shoulder. Cervical spine will differentiate. And then back to center. And sense and feel the shoulder, the head, neck, heart coming back in alignment as you come back to center. And if you want to take it one more time each side, you don't even have to let the head and neck move further than what is available to you from that heart center, that thoracic lumbar twist. If you want to stay there, you can just gently moving off center toward the first shoulder. That first shoulder might draw toward the spine as that other opposite shoulder draws away. And then just gently, like you're rinsing a washcloth, you're rinsing your spine doing this to the second side, back to center. And then letting the hands rest on your thighs, taking a breath, sensing and feeling what has shifted with that gentle micro twist. And we're going to release the cringe pattern on the side body, because that's the side you're reaching for, you're just simply going to shorten to reach that arm down, and you notice that that hip and armpit come closer together, contracting that side body as you reach for that glass of water on the floor. And you'll notice the opposite side body lengthens, and then you come back as you draw back up, releasing that side body and take it to the second side. And if it helps, you can take the opposite hand and put it in the side body so you can feel that contraction happening as you reach towards the floor. For with your hand toward the floor, you notice that second side body's hip and armpit contracts as the opposite side lengthens. And then you come back up to seated. And go ahead and take that one more time to each side using that opposite hand to feel into the side body as you reach and feel armpit to hip contract. And come back to neutral as you lengthen and take it to the second side. And so now we've moved through that red light startle, green light Landau, and now the twist cringe trauma reflex on both um, t by twisting and by shortening the side, twisting the spine and shortening the side body. And make a notation. What, what do you notice as you sit and maybe ground your feet down and pay attention to a few diaphragmatic breaths? 
Closing your eyes to sense and feel. Feeling your sit bones into your chair and your feet into the earth. And gently scanning your soma from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, making a notation. And we will return with some functional movement that hopefully brings you more freedom on Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us. It is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com. Today we are in studio exploring how we can become more conscious, curious, and free in our somas, body, mind, and spirit through soma yoga therapy. And we just completed a practice of moving through some of the somatics, which is neuromuscular re-education, so that our frontal cortex and brain can actually map our muscles and nervous system with greater ease and allowing us more functional movement. Um, and I'll be curious how this uh, exploration has gone for you. In Soma Yoga, we always invite people not to increase their pain, but to be curious, slow down, move in a smaller range of motion, because you'll actually get freer faster. 
And um, we moved through some arch and flatten, some side body, you know, chair side body work, and some gentle small micro twists to try to free up some of those reflexes that might be being held within your soma. Um, and it, maybe you noticed you even had a combination of a few reflexes that you've been chronically holding, causing some pain or discomfort. And so I just want to give you a moment to kind of ground and stabilize um, if you're a little bit forward in that chair that you chose that had more of a sturdy base so you weren't sitting um, in a lazy boy or a soft couch. Um, and just take a minute to ground down into your feet and feel as you ground down, there's that gentle rising up into the legs, into the hips, into the spine, the shoulders, the neck and head. And then if you soften that foot press into the earth, you'll notice a softening through your whole soma. So go ahead and take this a couple of times with like a gentle foot press into the ground and notice that rising up feeling. So we're kind of practicing mountain while seated in a chair. And then bringing your hands to heart center as you ground down into the feet. You can let the ankles be underneath the knees, the knees coming up from the hips, the hips supported by that natural neutral spine of the natural curves. And you can bring your hands to heart center and just gently paint the sun around you, feeling that movement of the shoulders off the spine and bringing your hands to that hip crease and gently doing a chair forward fold. Letting the spine be long and then consciously moving into the articulation of the curl of the spine over your legs, letting the head and neck dip between the legs if that helps. And then articulating the spine back up, vertebra by vertebra by vertebra from the base into the natural neutral spine of the natural curls, curves of the spine as you come back to a seated position. And then grounding down to stand up out of your chair. And if this ever has proven difficult to you, you can always, you know, use the arm, uh, the arm of the chair, but try to just place your hands on, because it's good to have functional movement getting up out of a chair and sitting down in a chair. So placing your hands on your thighs ground into your feet, and as you ground into your feet, you're going to stand with ease and lengthen the legs, and then slowly hinging at the hips, hinging at the knees, with mastery and control, come back down to seated. And so just coming up, tipping forward, grounding into your feet, standing and then hinging and sitting so we're practicing some mountain to chair to functional chair so you're not plopping in your chair you're having some mastery and control
And then taking it one more time to come up into mountain. And as you come up into mountain standing, Donna Fari, who is a yoga teacher, says there are four noble acts to stand, to sit, to lie down, and to walk with ease. And so as we come into standing, sensing and feeling, are you holding any excess contraction in front body or back body? And if you are, you can take just a simple arch and flatten here. So I'm flattening first here, lengthening that back body, and then I'm arching, lengthening the front body and contracting the back body. And then I'm even checking in with my side body as I let one hand go down that upper thigh, contracting the side body on one side, lengthening it on the other, and passing to the other side. And sensing and feeling how are my side bodies and then just gently like twisting to look behind me on both sides and how does that feel and then even like what does it feel like to extend from one leg to the opposite hand like you're reaching for something on the top shelf from the core of you out and then taking it to the other side, reaching from the core of you out. And then just gentle twist, letting the hands kind of just, the hands are going to hit the, the glute or the lower back, depending where your hands fall. And then just notice what it feels like to stand with greater ease. Notice if you're wading into both feet equally or if you tend to wait into one more than the other, then take a moment to wait more into the one you're used to wading into and then see if you can start to offload some of that weight into your foot that you're used to not wading into and take that a couple of times, alternating foot press until you can bring kind of equal weightedness into both feet. And see what it feels like to stand more grounded in both feet and how that naturally activates all the muscles in the legs up into the glutes, into the core, and gives you kind of that presence and mountain. Mountains ground down to rise up, yeah? And then you're in maybe your own home listening to this, and so you can take a walk around. And what does it feel like to walk now that you've done some release? I'm in a little bit of a tighter studio, so my space <laughs> isn't totally conducive to walking. But take an exploration. What does it feel like to walk now that you've done some somatic release of the front body, back body, side body, and the twisting? And perhaps you're feeling more ease as you walk. Or perhaps you're noticing something that you chronically have done that actually has informed you not feeling as free in your walk as 
you know, and that's good awareness too. Because these practices we do, we don't do them rotely. We don't do them without consciousness. We do them by slowing down, getting conscious and curious, and not increasing pain. With the Soma Yoga methodology, as you're taking a walk, if you are, um, there's a learning cycle, and that learning cycle is moving from unconscious incompetence, so we sometimes don't even realize that we've been incompetent in our somas, to conscious incompetence. So now we might becoming aware of, oh yeah, I've been doing one of those reflexes and it's been overdone in my soma. And then eventually with these practices, we move into conscious competence, which means now I'm consciously aware that I can do some movement patterns that will bring me into greater functional movement. And eventually that becomes our unconscious competent baseline, meaning you are freer, you're moving with more function, you're moving with less pain, you're using your reflexes to your ability to live well in the world without habitually overdoing them. And because you now have this awareness, you get to be kind of do a 360 of your life of like, where does that habit show up in me where I might overly protect my front body, or I might always be on the go, or I might be avoiding something, so twisting and cringing away. And um, where is it helpful and where is it overdone? Because that's going to affect your energy. That's going to affect your body, mind, spirit. That's going to affect your breath pattern. And we actually, because we are self-sensing, self-correcting, self-responsible beings and sentient we can actually build better habits. We can progress well and responsibly and compassionately with ourselves and stay current with what's being asked of us in this moment. Do I really need to be, you know, in a startle position? Do I really need to be in a rush? Do I really want to be um, constantly shortening one side body because I tend to hold my kids, and believe me, I've been there, <laughs> on that right side, and I want to actually release that right side so that I don't have to have a shortened side body and therefore a PSI joint that is out of whack. Um, and I learned, I learned that, uh, that amongst many things uh, in my education of some yoga therapy. Um, and I will say it is helping me um, have more functional movement pattern. It's helped me have better energy use my body um, in its brilliance. And our body is brilliant because when we are injured or we're holding a chronically held contraction, we are so brilliant that we find ways, even if they're compensatory, to move. And so we want to say thank you. <laughs> thank you for keeping me moving and bring better brilliance. And the human being has such brilliance within them such levels of consciousness, such levels of curiosity, if we only slow down and start to get more conscious of our internal landscape and our external landscape and our place in the world, we can do things that most of us have never even dreamed of. And so my hope for our community here and the listeners who are tuning in is that 
This short exploration of some yoga therapy has given you a glimpse into the potential you have to self-heal, to self-correct in a compassionate, non-judgmental way. So just take a moment. What do you notice is different about you from the beginning of the show to now? Take a look and, you know, just get quiet, tune into your breath. Mentally trace the outline of your body with a healing color of light that supports you, becoming aware of the shape of your soma. Sense and feel if it feels like it has more energy. Perhaps you even feel a little tired from releasing a habit that you held for a long time. That's also normal. After a practice, you might even have some emotions around it. Let the emotions stay in motion, as Dr. Lod says, so they don't get suppressed in your tissues. And jot down a checkout for yourself. What's one thing you learned about you through this practice? Knowing that you can return to the practice by listening to it on a podcast or coming in to work with me as a soma yoga therapist, or there are many soma yoga therapists. And uh, if you're interested in getting trained, Yoga North has, uh, up in Duluth has a fabulous training. Um, but a lot of us also teach practices and classes that will help you stay free, conscious, and curious, and connected. And continue to see how doing this brings you more congruency and sovereignty within your own life. Your brilliant, brilliant, brilliant life. Thank you for playing with us today. And I hope that these practices gave you a glimpse into what's possible. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth. Thank you for joining, and I look forward to being with you next week, where we explore heart-centered thought leaders who are curious, conscious, and connected to pathways of staying free.